Hi, and welcome to That Witch Time Talk Show. I'm your host, Tyron, and I'm joined with a very special guest, my father, uh, Raymond. Say hi, Raymond. Hello. <laughs> so, Raymond has agreed to join me for the next 20, 25 minutes um, because he had witnessed his first supernatural spiritual um, occurrence tonight. So... I wanted him to ask us some questions and have him learn a little bit more about it. So, Raymond, if you're ready, we can get started. Okay. Okay, my first question is, can anyone be a witch? Um, yes, you can. Um, I have asked, answered this question in my previous episode. Uh, anyone can be a witch because it all depends on the intention. If you're intent on what you want is strong, then you can basically manifest anything you want in any way. Most people use the law of attraction or manifesting spells. Um, I don't use the law of attraction because it's very confusing for me. So I just use manifesting spells for whatever I want. Next one. Okay. Do spells really work? I feel like I don't even really need to answer this question because why would I be making a podcast all about witchcraft and spirituality if I don't if it didn't work. So let's just skip that one. Okay. Is witchcraft evil? Again, I've answered this question in my previous episode. No witchcraft isn't evil. It depends on how you use it. Um in the previous episode I said that witchcraft is like a hammer. Give someone a hammer and they can either beat you over the head or they can build a house. Okay. Can you be a Christian and a witch? Yes, you can. Actually, in the Bible, there are multiple occurrences that Jesus Sorry. did himself that most people would classify as witchcraft. Healing someone miraculously, walking on water. That's all I know because I never studied the Bible. But, yes, you can be a Christian and a witch. Okay, my next question. What is your favorite witchy movie? Uh, the Craft, definitely. That's the all. That's the classic of any witchcraft. That Hocus Pocus and um, what's the other one? The Craft, Hocus Pocus, and Practical Magic. Okay. Where's your favorite place to do spells? Definitely in nature. I feel like out in nature you connect with nature directly, so there's it's just easier because you connect on a different level than sitting at your altar or doing some some ritual somewhere else. Uh, okay, what type of spells are your favorite? I'm gonna sound like such a jackass now. Uh, Banishings and hexes, because everyone should know not to cross a witch, and when they do, it's just like, you just made the wrong move crossing me. So, I feel like when someone does something wrong, I hex them until I feel like they've learned their lesson, and then I undo whatever I did, hoping that their lesson sticks. Okay, what is your favorite ingredient for a spell? Pen and paper, because that is 
most of the time that's what I use. I write petitions and then either burn it or put it under candle. Or I do sigil magic. I write sigils and put them wherever I want the sigil to manifest. What is your favorite witchy holiday? Samhain. Halloween for most people. Most people, most Christians actually say that it's the devil's birthday, which I think is complete hocus pocus because there's no actual proof that the devil was born on October 31st. And Samhain doesn't only last on October 31st. It's October 31st till November the 1st. So... Not as stereotypical as most people think. Okay. Um, do you have an animal spirit? Spirit animal. And no, I don't. Okay. Hmm. When was the last time you did a hex or curse? Uh, definitely within the last two months. I don't always do magic like daily. Uh, in the last episode as well, I covered this. Uh, magic isn't something I use in my daily life. Although sometimes when I feel down, I like light a candle, set my intentions, I dress the candle and I'll let it burn. Most of the time I use tea light candles and that burns in the entire hour that I get ready for school. That's if I woke up on the wrong side of the bed. Um, no. I don't use magic in my daily life, but curse definitely last two months. Okay. When was the last time you did a blessing or healing? Uh, tonight, actually. I did a blessing around the space where I did the incantation and so you just... okay my next question when was the last time you did a binding uh <laughs> funny fact I've never done a binding spell I feel like if someone has negative attentions towards you and it is possible to resolve them yourself. I feel like it's easier just to tell them to go away. Because most of the time, they're not even worth anything you use in the spell. Anything else? Uh, yeah, I've got a few questions still. Uh, when was the last time you did a love spell? Love spells aren't my thing. I feel like they're more dangerous than curses. Because if you've seen the craft... Most of you have. Um, Sarah does a love spell on... can't even remember what that dude's name was. But the spell backfired and he became a stalker. So I feel like doing a love spell is just wrong. Because you're taking that person away from their love life. And doing it for your own selfish intentions. And with them being clouded by the judgment of the spell. You block the person that's actually right for you. So you sending that person away and taking someone that isn't the person for you. Okay. Have you done a spell before because you're bored? Um, 
Yes, I have. But definitely not something I'm proud of. Because the first spell I actually did... <clears throat> was a curse. <laughs> no, it's not. I... The first... Absolute first spell I did... I was in sixth grade. And it was on... The bully in my class, funny enough, she's a chick. <laughs> uh, no physical assault, but she was very nerve-wracking, emotionally nerve-wracking, because everyone in my class hated her. In fact, everyone in the grade. She had, like, two friends, and they were, like, grade sevens, I think. I don't know. Um, most of the people hated her because... No one understood where she came from. She's actually one of my best friends now in school. So I feel like it worked because she did learn a lesson. But it's definitely something I regret. What is your strength as a witch? Um, again, hexing. <laughs> it's something I've done more than others because... A lot of people have wronged me and feel like if they don't, if I don't put them in the place, no one will. So, cursing is something I have strength in. But if it's not that, then it's got to be consecration. Consecration of amulets and tools. What is your weakness as a witch? Um, love spells. Because I don't believe in them. Feel like they're wrong. Okay, if you could go back in time to meet anybody associated with witchcraft, who would it be and why? Sybil Leek or uh, actually, I think just Sybil Leek because no, Marie Laveau. Um, if most of you listeners know, uh, Madame Marie Catherine Laveau was known as the Queen of Voodoo in New Orleans, Louisiana, and actually that's one of the places I would love I would love to go when I grow up. I want to go visit her tombstone because she actually inspired me. I don't like have an association with voodoo, um, but she inspired me to follow something that I've had inside me all along. And that is a very strong intuition and connection with the divine. Okay. How much of a modern stereotype which apply to you? Uh, well, not much, actually, because... See, sometimes... Well, most of the time I wear black. Um... I wear the protection symbols and I have a cauldron, incense, sage. So I don't model, I don't label myself as a modern stereotypical witch. But I would say that some aspects do apply because I do wear black. I do prefer black. And I follow 
so many witchy pages on Instagram, honestly. My Instagram is in the bio. Just go follow me. Um, nothing other than that. I mean, I wear the sigils and the symbols, and I wear black, but other than that, nothing. Okay, what inspired you to do, to do, to follow witchery? I would have to say, again, Catherine Laveau, um, Olivia, the Witch of Wonderlust, Wonderlust with an O, go follow her on Instagram, check her out on YouTube, she's amazing. Um, it would be her and Harmony Nice, she got me into Wicca. Um, just those three, just the three icons. Um, no one else actually, wait, no, no, just the three. Um, all of, all three of them are female, which I feel like doesn't help the aspect of stereotypical because everyone thinks that witches are females which they're not. Males can be witches. But most people don't like labels. And if you do and you don't like the word witch, you can call yourself a warlock or a wizard or something else. But actually, the word warlock comes back from, I think, ancient Ireland. Um, warlock was used to describe a traitor. So if you call yourself a warlock, you're calling yourself a traitor. But call yourself what you want. Uh, what is your least favorite ingredient to use in a spell? I know I'm saying this a bit back to front. Lavender. I hate lavender with a passion. It just smells wrong. It smells even worse when it burns. It's just disgusting all over. Because when I smell it, it feels like it's assaulting my nostrils. Okay, and if someone wants to do, start, start witchery, what, where do they start? Um, I have a few points in my grammar when I first started. These are the things that I followed when I, again, just started. So, let's go through them, if I can find them. There. Things to research as a beginner witch. Uh, number one on the list is the history of witchcraft. I feel like that's a must-know. Because, see, they, you don't just get, like, a witch. There are Druids, Celtics, Pagans, um, Wiccans. There are different types. Then you get um, Gypsies, like, in Egypt. So, I think the history of witchcraft is important. Um, second up is types of witches, magic spells and divination um, you need to know the difference between them because in my notes on my phone I have a list of 60 different witches most of them are like easy so I feel like if you follow that you'll know what you what path you want to follow magic curses binding hexes dark magic light magic I feel like magic doesn't have a color because magic is nature it's divine it's both it's light and dark black and white it's both it's everything spells and divination 
know the differences between them because that definitely is important. Talisman, talismans, <laughs> talismans versus sigils. Uh, there are differences that's not hard to figure out. Sigils are symbols with magical intent and talismans are objects that are for beginners I would say it's dripping with magic. That's easiest I could explain it because it is a physical object related to magic. Seals Everything divine has a seal. Um, actually, I found out that Jesus had a seal called the Sigillum de Ameth. I tried to draw it earlier. I butchered it, honestly, because I don't think sacred geometry is my strong point, really. Um, if you look up the Oz Gosha, the Oz Thersha Gosha, and the Ozpolina. Wait, there are four. Gosha, the Oz Gosha, the Oz Thersha Gosha, and the Ozpolina. Those are the th the four chapters in the Lesiki of Solomon. In that book, it shows you the different seals of the demons, and it shows you how to summon them and control them. I wouldn't recommend it because you never know what's going to happen. But everything has a seal. Symbols, honestly, don't need to explain that. Everything is a symbol. The cross, the pentacle, the pentagram, the symbol of Leviathan. Um, next up is deities and... Uh... Okay, so we'll just go with deities. Uh, everything has their own mix of deities, Greek... Oh, pantheons. Deities and pantheons. Greek pantheon would be Zeus and Ares and uh, just if you want to go Greek, then go for then search up the Greek pantheon, all their gods and everything that they believed in. Um, as far as I know, the Greek pagans they don't they didn't used to celebrate the uh, Sabbaths we know now. They celebrated, as far as I know, they celebrated the Sabbaths that the Sat that that the Church of Satan uses, Lupercalia, which is Valentine's Day, and honestly, that's the only one I know. <laughs> uh, spirits, you need to know what kind of spirits there are, and if there, if you have a spirit problem, you need to know how to banish it, uh, keep it tamed. Or just how to, if you don't want to banish it, learn how to live with it and have it not harm you. But if it's poltergeist, burn the house. Really. The difference between closed and open religions. Uh, Wicca is a closed religion because in Wicca they, they have their own belief system. Something that not many people know of. Um, Wiccans are very sacred with their practices. So if you're a Wiccan then there are spells that only Wiccans can perform. No Pagans, nothing except Wiccans. But I think Wiccans, Wiccans can perform Pagan spells. Lucid Dreaming or Astral Projection, know the difference. I don't think there is a difference, but if there is, know it. Um, 
I feel like that's important because when you learn how to lose a dream or actual project, you essentially get rid of your astral body and project it out of your physical body to essentially just go explore. So you can touch stuff in, well, in your astral state, but it won't actually be touched in the physical plane. Know the elements. There are five. Know the difference. Because the elements are very important in spellcasting. Grounding. Just sit outside in nature or wherever. And I would recommend standing up. Maybe with a cup of tea. And visualize roots coming from the ground onto you. And you're essentially just projecting all your energy, all the negativity into the ground to be repurposed into something else. Uh, if you want to become an herbalist, know your herbs and crystals, or even just a crystal witch, you need to know them. Uh, altars, permanent and semi-permanent. I have neither. Well, I have a permanent altar, but I don't really use it much. Uh, moon phases. Every moon phase has its own spell category thing that you can cast. New moon is for new beginnings and full moon is for kind of rebirth. So know them. Uh, and then energy. Energy is everything. We are energy. Energy is us. Energy is all around. So I'd suggest learning energy and learn how to manipulate it because that is witchcraft. Well, that's been it. Thanks for the 22 minutes and I'm going to say 25 seconds. Um, thank you for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this has been your host, Tyron and Raymond. Say bye, Raymond. Bye-bye, everyone. Uh, Next update, next episode. I'm not sure when that will be, but we'll see. And I still don't know how to end these things, so I'm just going to say bye. So, bye. <laughs>